welcome back to Jay is for Justice podcast. We continue our series on the Anthony Tote case out of Celebration, Florida. Today we hear from a sheriff talking about the arrest of Anthony, the manner in which his family was killed, and what happened at the time of his arrest. I'm Osceola County Sheriff Russ Gibson, and I wanted to give you the latest update uh, on the death investigation that occurred at 202 Reserve Place in Celebration. Uh, I just want you to keep in mind that this is still very much an active investigation, and I'm going to attempt to answer your questions at the end of this, uh, but there are still some things that I won't be able to divulge at this time. Uh, on January 13th, 2020, Osceola County Sheriff's deputies responded to 2002 Reserve Place in Celebration to assist federal agents from the Department of Health and Human Services in serving a federal arrest warrant for Anthony Tote. Anthony Tote's date of birth is September 29, 1975. Deputies made contact with Anthony in the home along with federal agents as he, and he was immediately detained. A safety check of the home was conducted where deputies discovered four deceased individuals inside. The home was immediately secured and a search warrant was obtained by our detectives. <clears throat> detectives and forensic investigators began their investigation and crime scene processing. The medical examiner's office also responded to the scene and an autopsy was done the following day. The reports of the autopsy determined that the cause of death of the four decedents inside the home to be homicide. Anthony has cooperated with the investigation and he has confessed to killing his wife, Megan Tote, 42 years of age, whose date of birth is January 28, 1977, and their three children. Alec Tote, 13 years of age, born September 26, 2006. Tyler Tote, 11 years of age, born December 30, 2008. And Zoe Tote, who was four years of age, born July Twenty third, two 2015. Anthony also killed their family dog, Breezy. Uh, Anthony has been arrested on a warrant obtained by our detectives today for multiple counts of homicide and one count of felony animal cruelty. We're still waiting on positive identification of the four deceased persons recovered in the home uh, by the medical examiner's office. But based on our investigation and the suspect statements, we strongly believe that they are that of Megan, Alec, Tyler, and Zoe. Based on the initial investigation to include the suspect statements, the deaths have been determined to have occurred sometime towards the end of December. Throughout the course of this investigation, our agency has been in close communication with the family of the victims, and we've also worked very closely, as you can imagine, with the medical examiner's office as well as our state attorney's office. This investigation is ongoing, and we will continue to work to gather all evidence as it presents itself. I can tell you on December 29, 2019, our office received a request by a family member of Anthony Tote, who resides outside the state of Florida, to check the well-being of the Tote family because she had been told uh, that they all had the flu and she had not heard from them in two days. 
Deputies did respond to the home, check the home and the area, but they were not successful in, in their attempts to contact anyone inside the home and did not observe anything suspicious. On January 9th, 2020, the Sheriff's Office was contacted by federal agents concerning an investigation that they were conducting involving Anthony Tote. Deputies from that point made several attempts to make contact with Anthony and the family over this past weekend with negative results. While deputies were at the home and after thorough, thoroughly checking the property, there was no answer and again, nothing suspicious noted at the home. As Sheriff of Osceola County, it brings me great sadness to report, you know, such a tragedy. And we grieve along with the victim's family and friends, along with the community for this tragic loss of innocent lives. Myself, I cannot understand what would cause a person to commit such evil and horrendous acts. But I can say that there, if there's any one person or any family out there that's going through a crisis or a difficult situation, there's help out there for you. Organizations and an entire community such as ours that would do anything necessary to help to prevent any sort of tragedy such as this one. There's so many people and organizations ready to help, such as the National Hope Line Network at 1-800-442-4673 or the Crisis Text Line at 741-741. I just want to thank our deputies, our detectives, crime scene investigators, communication officers, and anyone else who had any, uh, anything to do with this investigation up until this point to preserve and collect all the evidence required. Thank you. I also want to thank the residents of Celebration for their understanding uh, with some street closures. It was a little bit of uh, inconvenience for them, but under the circumstances, we thank you for being patient and being there for us when we needed you the most. I'd also like to thank the members of the media who covered this tragic, tragic case with dignity and professionalism, understanding that sometimes certain parts of the investigation, there are times when we can't release certain information. Uh, we, we need to preserve the integrity of the investigation and the case as it stands. Uh, and we want to work very hard to uh, um, put as, as good of a case together as we possibly can. As the investigation pushed forward, there were jailhouse calls that were recorded of Anthony and a woman that sounds like it could be a family friend or a member of his family. This call was recorded in February of 2020. I don't remember anything pretty much over Christmas and the first week I got here. I don't remember coming here. Yet. Um, she wouldn't tell me anything because I feel like I've had to, it's, it's, it's really hard I, on this side trying to just see if you're okay. I don't even know what is going on. Is mom okay? Um, um, okay. You don't have to answer. Well, no, well um, oh, hold on. Give me, give me a sec to think about it. She, she's okay. I mean, obviously, she's very upset. She's been living a lot. Tell her I love her voice. I will. Also, but the night everything happened, okay, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I went over because Zoe wanted her Mickey silver um, necklace for reasons uh, you'll find out later. I fell asleep for, I was supposed to wake up at 11, 11.30, didn't wake up till the next morning. She had my wedding ring on her thumb. Okay, okay. On her so left you... thumb, 
So then I I need to okay. So I will figure out. I don't know who has your necklace then. So some pretty bizarre things coming out of Anthony Toad's mouth back in February, but not quite as bizarre as what was to come later. In the next episode of the Tote Family Murders, you will hear a letter that Anthony wrote to his father just when you thought the story couldn't get any more bizarre. It does. Thank you for listening. And and if you like what you hear, please give me a review on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen to my live streams on YouTube. 